재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Doctor, doctor, my face is red, my back is spotty, my arms are orange, and my knees are like leather. Another vacation to the sun? Mm-hmm. What did I tell you about making rash decisions? I need some medical tidbits. No cause for alarm, I'm absolutely fine, but this is Medical Tidbits where we pretend to be doctors every Wednesday morning, even though we're not. We should clarify, we have no medical qualifications, but we're here to give you our tips on how to make your life a little bit easier, especially when it comes to the summer months and you find yourself breaking out in a sweat and your skin doesn't necessarily react the way you want it to. And because, I mean, since it is uh, shorts weather, tank top weather, that means we got to shave our armpits, our legs, if you're really want to and of course that will cause razor burns and the misuse of these razors for shaving and self-tanning products add on to sweat related skin ailments oh it just sounds painful painful i know i know and there's lots of different kinds so we're going to take you through a few uh, what they're like and what you can do we start off with i think the most common okay which is heat rash yes when i first came to korea i think it was back in 2000 and something and mm-hmm. uh i think the word was tamtegi that they used here oh it was the worst hot humid weather it brings on this rash uh in which kind of clogged sweat ducts trap perspiration under your skin so it shows up as itchy tiny bumps maybe sometimes even blisters if you scratch them too often most often in skin folds or places where clothes cause the sort of friction so for me it was on my back yeah it can be often the inner thighs it can be the elbows it can be the backs of the knees anywhere like that and if you are diabetic then you are more prone to heat rash as well the thing is these prickly heat rashes usually heal on their own they'll go away uh, after a few days the best thing you can do though is wear lightweight breathable fabric you want that kind of fabric that will wick the sweat away and allow the sweat to evaporate right now the thing is that usually when we have these sorts of rash these skin irritations we usually put some cream on it but that's actually the worst thing you can do you really? want to avoid that type of stuff these heavy creams or ointments because that actually might block the sweat ducts and irritate the skin once again or even more so what you want to do of course is prevention must be the hardest thing but that's the best thing to do uh best approach to the skin problem uh keeping your skin dry and of course clean yeah that's the big thing if of course it lasts a little too long more than three or four days and if it's getting worse or if it looks like you're getting an infection uh, such as fever or increased pain swelling or redness then it's best to go to the doctor and get it checked out but hopefully it'll go away on its own and maybe you just need to stay somewhere cool and dry that's right there's something though that won't necessarily go away on its own and it's something that uh, people uh, like me quite often may suffer from if you have a european heritage we okay. are more likely to get it and that is rosacea now this is uh, it's a common chronic incurable adult acne like skin condition it's easily controllable it's medically manageable um, but it affects usually the central third of your face so especially the nose it gets better and it gets worse it has flares and it has remissions but basically, it means you're going to turn red. Yeah, uh, 
it's basically your T-zone, I believe. Look at the yeah. pictures online. It comes in the form of uh, basically just redness of the face. Tiny red, little bumps, kind of pimple-like uh, fine lines uh, on the facial skin. Enlarged, sometimes even bulbous red noses. You look like Rudolph sometimes. It may be cute, but for the person, hey, not so cute. I've been called Rudolph before. Have you? By Korean high school students. I was Sorry. walking down the road and they shouted out, hey, Rudolph. Have they really? Yeah. yeah, it was just the once, though. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, this makes I it cried. easy uh, to mistake it for rosy cheeks or maybe sunburn or acne. It's actually different. So heat from the sun or even hot and spicy foods are the main trigger for this rosacea. And when untreated, it worsens over time. How is it like for you? Can you eat uh, lots of spicy food? Well, you have to be careful. But for me, it's more about getting hot. When okay. I get hot, I get red. And, right. oh, and when I drink alcohol as well, I'll get red. In fact, I'll just get red on a daily basis. And in summer, <laughs> okay. it means I'm pretty much constantly red. So yeah. uh, so it doesn't affect everyone. But if you do have rosacea, it's going to be sensitive. It's easily irritated. Uh, and... You know the over-the-counter acne stuff you can get? Sure, sure. That's not good for it. It's better to go to the doctor mm. and get proper care, get proper treatment instead. Otherwise, you could end up with more problems. Right. Well, I have a question for you. Saying that you have a sensitive skin, of course, that is including your facial uh, side as well. What happens when you shave? Because you've got a beard. I do have a beard, and I do prefer a beard because for some of us, for some men, and I'm sure for some women as well who may not be shaving beards, but shaving legs or other parts of the body, uh, you end up with ingrowing hairs. You end up with folliculitis. You oh. heard of this? These are boils and carbuncles when a, a hair follicle gets infected. So I've actually... I don't know. It's too much information, maybe for a Wednesday morning. I've got one on the side of my of of my jaw at the moment. It's oh, a no. little a little spot, basically. Right. But what it is, it's an ingrown hair that becomes this painful pink or red bump. It swells up, and it's basically like a spot. Yeah, it's an infected area. I've had it on my armpit. What? Tm? I've never had that before. No, we've all, we've all had these kind of things. When we were teenagers, of course, I think we all had spots. Right. Um. It, and it hurts sometimes. It appears as painful pink, or sometimes even bright red bump and the surrounded skin gets red and swollen too and sometimes if it fills with pus and grows larger and more painful before it finally ruptures and drains on its own but these small boils usually heal without scarring uh, maybe a large boil may leave a scar uh, the difference uh, is a carbuncle is a cluster of boils mm -hmm. it usually appears on the back of the neck sometimes the shoulders back or even your thighs as well that's because of shaving or wearing clothes that rub on the skin of course that can irritate the follicles yeah but it's not just that it's also sweat it's machine oils it's makeup mm -hmm. it's pretty much anything that can irritate your skin can cause these problems uh, but also shaving and waxing Oof. are the most likely reasons why they're going to become mm -hmm. infected. Sometimes it'll just go away without any kind of treatment. Uh, you can do things yourself like a warm compress or an anti-itch cream can help relieve the signs and the symptoms. There are also over-the-counter uh, various medicines you can try or soothing lotions uh, and wash it gently with antibacterial soap. Uh, air dry rather than use a towel sure is thing. also recommended right so then we've got the uh, i don't even know how to say this if i don't if i can't pronounce it Pityrosporum. i don't want to have it. Pityrosporum 
follicle folliculitis. There you go. Uh, it's a form of acne that causes, again, bright red pimples on your forehead, along your hairline, sometimes on your chick, on your chin, uh, the back, and your chest as well. I think younger people, uh, teenagers, young adults, are the most prone to this condition because of sweat combined with oily teenage skin. Yeah, uh, puts them particularly at risk. You're even more at risk uh, of this. Uh, I'm going to call it PF, all right? Okay. <laughs> PF if you have a history of allergies, uh, hay fever, asthma, because of your skin's immune system. Uh, yeah, but the thing that you can do really is shower immediately after sweating or try not to sweat at all. Stay in an air-conditioned room and cleanse your skin with a medicated product that helps to control this pityrosporum, uh, which is actually a form of yeast. Oh, Okay, so it's, it's a yeast infection there. Uh, however... There are other things you have to be careful of. We'll right. talk briefly about tanning. Right. I mean, because in the summertime, you can't avoid the sun. I mean, come on now. But nowadays, a lot of people want to have that summer glow. So if you can't tan, if you are too, I guess, sensitive, you want to have your self-tanning creams and lotions that will get you that glow. So people with dry skin and age spots are at risk for developing kind of like that alligator-like leopard-looking Hulk Hogan type of leather skin, you know what I'm talking about, when they use self-tanner. And that's because the tanner gets stuck in these thicker spots, making them darker than the rest of your skin. So the fix is you want to exfoliate your skin, get that dead skin out before applying these self-tanner products to keep this uh, throughout the summer when you use the self-tanners like uh, like a skincare pro. It's the same for your rough, scaly feet if you're a sandal wearer like Bajaj. You want to make sure that you exfoliate on your feet as well. Soak them in warm water. Take a warm shower, rub that skin off with a mm-hmm. foot file and uh, put on clean cotton socks. And you want to moisturize. Absolutely. That's it for Medical Tidbits. Keep safe this summer. We'll leave you with another song at the end of part three. It's Blake Shelton. Saying, you know, wearing sandals, it ain't easy. Maybe see you tomorrow.